This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. I have a question for Lenny. If he's been living such a separate life from Lisa, why is he still texting her for groceries? Okay? If your lives have just been so separate, why is she still getting you crunchy peanut butter? Dick. Ugh. New levels of hatred just constantly find themselves this season. How about that mid-season trailer, huh? Ooh, so sexy. Let's get into this. Let's get into this recap. Let's get into Here at She Speaks Bravo, we believe that Bravo TV is a great form of self-care and therapy. Look at me. I've been using it for over a decade, and I am a complete mess. Oh, that's me, by the way. I'm Emily. I'm your host on this journey, and I speak Bravo, as I'm sure most of you do, too. What is this, honey? I love that. If you're not already subscribed, get subscribed and hit that notification bell, because I'm releasing new episodes at least three times a week. Clip! You fool! That's my opinion! I talk Bravo, I talk true crime, and sometimes I talk a little scripted. So whatever you're here for, I hope you enjoy the show. I mean, Lenny loves page six. What the fuck? First he first he tells page six, you idiots, we're not divorced. Then he's like, oh, we're absolutely divorced, but we've been living separate lives for months. So we both agreed. What? I, oh, he looks like a thumb. Marisol goes to check um, this, the round robin of all of them reading the article and just having Lisa's back. They're all so gorgeous. My God. Gorgeous cast. Like, oh, God. The outfit Marisol wears to Lisa's house is so me. I love it. It's leather jeggings, black long sleeve, black sneakers, gold chains, hair in a bun. Okay. Loving the fact that Marisol has a bottle of vodka there that no one has touched. They're they're wine drinkers. She's like, let me make myself a cocktail. And literally, no one has touched it. It's basically Marisol's bottle of vodka. Listen. I am grateful for Marisol in this scene because I was worried that they were going to be handling Lisa with kid gloves and we weren't going to say what I've been, what I'm thinking, which is she's in, she was in denial. And so I'm, I am so happy that Marisol is saying that. Because when she when Marisol goes, you said a few weeks ago you guys were fine. You can tell she's saying that like because I don't and but when Lisa's like, yes, we were. Okay, when they flash back to the scene we saw where they were sitting at with the borscht, and when they were sitting there and and Lisa's like, I've been trying to have the same conversation like 
five times. They did not show Lenny death stare at her. Because when they showed that, whoa, that man hated her. Marisol, (laughs) Marisol's lines in her confessional. They lived in this chaos of G-strings, pasties, parties, and after two two children. Who has a nudie party with babies? Valid question. I didn't even think of that. These kids aren't like four months old. They are, they, yeah. But she says, I love Lisa. She's my friend. But I think that she knew what was coming, but she thought, we'll work it out. We'll fix it. That's why you have to live in your truth. Exactly. Lisa says that Lenny wants her to find a place that his realtors find for her. So he's like, he thinks he's doing her a favor. You can just imagine him telling his creepy, probably douchebag type friend realtor like go find lisa someplace you know whatever and then if it if it works for the kids or doesn't work for the kids i don't care and she'll just go live there i'll pay for it and expecting lisa just to have the kids half time and then but wait hold on when lisa did you catch this in the confessional lisa's like i'm so sad because now my my kids are going to be coming from a broken home like why couldn't you wait until the kids were older what Wait until the kids were older. Okay. You were not happy. So this, that was telling for me. Lisa comes from a broken home. She says that. And she has said on, uh, I can't remember. Was it Watch What Happens Live? She said, she has said on the show, but she said on something, maybe it was a podcast, that she's ha- that she's got a bad relationship with her family. So she's got issues there. So I think that the denial comes from really, really, really wanting to avoid going down this route that reminds her of her childhood. So that is a clue. Okay. I'm having like an epiphany moment right now. Okay. So it's something to do with that because the level of denial was, is pretty amazing. You got to say like, really? Yeah, so it's got to be that she knew he was she knew he was checked out, but it was just anything she could possibly do to keep the to keep the family together because I'm sure it must be something like when in her family with her parents like once they got divorced that's when things devolved. That must be like a big marker for her in her childhood. Okay. Okay. See, this is just theory, I don't know. Alexia and Frankie Oh, they check out this event, this location for an event. It's at this store. Jimena is the store owner. Frankie is, oh, he walks and he goes, I love girls. Oh my God, you're all beautiful. I just hope he is respectful. That's the only thing I fear is that I hope Alexia is teaching him boundaries that like you can love the girls, but I hope he's not like, grabbing or doing anything that makes anyone uncomfortable do you know what i mean i hope she is teaching him that but this is where we find out about the demoya foundation that reached out to alexia following last season when they saw the fight and and todd saying what do you do for frankie which was such a good point 
you can't just have him live with you forever. You have to, you know, he needs to learn and grow and evolve and he needs special skills. So they help to help, they help special needs adults become more independent. And Alexia realized that Frankie's becoming an adult and needs to actually do that. And now he's got a guy named Eric, who is his shadow. And it was really sweet hearing Alexia say that she wishes for Frankie to live on his own, be independent, fall in love, have his own family. And this moment is so sweet because Alexia says, I'm going to let Frankie be more independent. And uh, Frankie goes, thank God. But Alexia goes, what? And he goes, no, 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 no. She And she goes, you don't want me, you don't want me to, what did she say, be protective? He goes, no, 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 no. And the the woman he meant it goes, you don't want to be independent? And he, he goes, no, my mom is a saint. <laughs> she goes, you're my angel. And when she goes to touch his head, he's like, don't touch my head. He doesn't say that. He just like pulls back. I have this, I have this scene up on my Instagram. I think I've watched it. I've watched it so many times. That's why I have that level of detail. Remember last season when Todd and uh, Peter were fighting and Frankie comes up and he puts his hand on Alexia's shoulder? I watched that fight with Peter and Todd so many times just to watch Frankie. I'm I just, Frankie's just, he's such an interesting person to me. I, I would totally watch a spinoff of Frankie for sure. I cause kind of because I want to see what the hell is happening. I kind of want a camera on Peter more often too, just to see what the fuck he's doing. Not because I want to like glorify him and give him more fame. More like a surveillance camera. <laughs> That's so fucked up. Can we do that though? Let's just make sure he's okay. Julia sets up a nice romantic dinner on the dock for her and Martina. And when she said this line in her confessional, I was like, am I, am I going crazy? She goes, since the girls left, Martina and I have never had a night, just the two of us at home. Do you not remember the scene that you filmed on camera where she's telling you, I just sometimes want to have dinner for two and you're crying saying you can't have dinner for two because it's too depressing. I feel like the Lisa Lenny thing freaked her the fuck out. And I, I swear she's, this felt, look, Martina seemed really happy. And I'm all for evolving relationships. And I know that they long-term relationships have so many ups and downs. And she recreates their first ever dinner together. And it's sweet because Julia's daughter tricks Martina. She's like, oh, Julia needs you outside. She needs help, helps with the dog's bandage. And Martina is like, okay, whatever. But then when she realizes there's rose petals and it's this nice dinner, she's so touched. Um. And it seems sweet, but then literally Julia says, what is it that you would like from me? You know, this whole thing with Lisa and Lenny, it's really gone. What is it what you want from me? What would make you happy? 
Martina wants two weeks in Aspen. How is that bad? Julia goes, oh, it makes me scared you're going to run off with some, you know, snow girl in Aspen or something. I'm like, well, if you go with her to Aspen, then that isn't a problem. So I don't get what you're saying because she just said she wants you to go with her to Aspen. So what I, I'm afraid you'll, you'll find some girl in Aspen. She just asked you to go to Aspen with her. What are you talking about? And then as they're like walking back inside, Martine is very sweet. She's like, we always end up coming back together because we come from the same place. And they like walk back in. It's sweet. And it just feels like, I don't, I, it felt like Julia was putting this on for the cameras. Whatever. I I know people like Julia and I want, and now with Martina's newest diagnosis, which is scary and horrible, I'm happy that they are still together because I think that this is the, for, you know, better or for worse, sickness and in health. This is where that comes in handy, right? I don't think Julia is a terrible person by any means. I just got, I'm just confused by her. Martina said, I want to go to Aspen with you. And she went, I'm just worried you're going to leave me for someone in Aspen. But if you go to, I can't, I'm moving on. Alexia and Marisol meet for dinner and these two hilarious gays come up and they're like, oh my God, are you guys filming? Oh my God. Um, Have you heard about the newest uh, Lisa Lenny drama? Immediately right on camera. Anyway, they leave and Alexia and Marisol talk about how Lisa has been in denial. And Alexia's open about the fact that she's like, I was in denial. She talks about how her relationship with Herman, she, we put up a front. And she's like, one time I was, I got up at like five or six in the morning to get water or something and he was coming in. Like he already had a whole apartment. So Alexia's like, I've been, I've done it all. It's basically what she's saying. Russell and Gertie, this is, I predicted this, you guys. I said, I said that they teased this like relationship problem with Gertie and Russell, but I knew it was going to be as simple as they talk about it, he brings up the issue, and they fix it. This was the same beach he proposed on 20 years in November and 27 years together. So she's like, Lisa and Lenny, like, freaked me out. So she asks what what she could do better. And he's like, listen, you shut down at night. And he goes, you put on these shows I don't want to watch. I was done. Like, t- say the shows. Is it Housewives? Is it Bravo? I did. That was just such a husband thing to say. But Ger- my this what I was gathering from this is Gertie was trying to get him to say on camera that they have a good sex life because she kept being like, but I mean, sexually, we're OK, right? I mean, I think three times a week is not too shabby, right? But he's a man. So he's going to say more is always better for anyone out there. That's a mom to boys. Did you relate to this? It was sweet. She's like, I feel left out, you know, being a boy mom because I can't relate to the boy stuff like, you know, you guys have the Legos and the Star Wars. 
I thought that was so sweet. Well, I didn't know that was a thing. That was sweet. Her last line, though, about how she's like, listen, I'm not doing so bad. If the only thing I need improvements on are to spend a little more time with the kids and fuck you a little more. And he gets totally turned on, like totally turned on. So they're doing just fine. Okay, they are doing uh, just fine. So if you've been following my content for a while, you've probably heard me complain about the joint pain. I have been in and I am able to connect it to my diet for sure. And if I eat certain foods, it makes it worse, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm like 2023 is the year that I actually figure out what is wrong with me as opposed to just guessing. But you know, when people say, have you gone to the doctor? What doctor? Like what? Who? Well, this is where ZocDoc comes in. Okay. ZocDoc is like Yelp for doctors, kind of, because you can search. First, you put in your insurance. Then you put in your location and the radius you're willing to travel. Then all these doctors come up with reviews. And you can read through the reviews to make sure that this doctor is going to listen to you and pay attention to what your issues are. Because I can't tell you the amount of times I've gone into a doctor per everyone's suggestion and they've been like, wow, that's weird. I'm like, excuse, this is your job, sir. It's usually a man. I'll tell you that much. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost any condition under the sun. No more scouring the internet trying to find the perfect doctor or that doctor roulette thing where you keep going to a doctor and finding out, okay, never mind, not the doctor for me. That is just too much time wasted. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to help you find that perfect doctor that you haven't met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc which is free, might I remind you, to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and scheduled just right. Go to ZocDoc.com slash SheSpeaks and download the free ZocDoc app. Then find and book a top-rated doctor. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc.com slash SheSpeaks, Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash SheSpeaks. This year, my bestie told me that she actually wants to try and have a kid. I couldn't believe it. She's lived quite the life. We've lived it together. And she's a little freaked out because she knows that uh, she's got to get her hormones checked and check in on her reproductive health. And it's something you don't really check until you are ready to have kids and struggling to get pregnant. But that's why Modern Fertility was created. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home. It's a simple finger prick, and then you mail it back in a prepaid label, and you'll get your personalized results within six business days. You'll get insight into your hormone levels, like your ovarian reserve, aka if you have more or fewer eggs than average for your age, and other important factors that can impact your fertility. The results go deep into what every hormone means, and you can also download the results to review with your doctor for next steps. Hello. 
Traditional hormone testing at a fertility clinic can cost over $600, but Modern Fertility tests the same general set of hormones for only $179. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash she speaks, you can get $20 off your test. Plus, you can get reimbursed for the test through your FSA slash HSA, okay? If you want kids today or maybe one day in the future, clinically sound info about your body can help you make the decision that's right for you. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash she speaks. That means your test will cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash she speaks. Modernfertility.com slash she speaks. One of the most exciting things about coming into a new year is you just don't know what you got in store for you. From traveling to new places or getting a new job or learning a new skill, there is no better way to prepare for 2023 than learning a new language with Babbel. Babbel is the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and cute bite-sized language lessons, you can feel confident no matter where the new year takes you. Like I'm going to Tulum on a sexy solo vacation, and I've been using the Babbel lessons every day. They're quick, they're easy, and I'm getting closer and closer to being able to find me a hot vacation lover. Like I said, with Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson. So you can start having real life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 150 language experts and voiced by real native speakers, not computers. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. It's true, it's corrected me a few times. There are so many different ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash she speaks. That's babbel.com slash she speaks for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel. Language for life. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I they I didn't I could not look at much of Adriana's butt lift stuff with the with oh oh once they got her on the thing I I looked up for a second I was like oh nope nope once <laughs> so. Adriana has to big. She's like, tell me a funny story. You, that's what you're here for. Oh God, I might, I might faint just thinking about it. I don't do needles and blood either, and I get Botox, but I don't. I only close my eyes. I've never once in my life seen that needle. I'm not even kidding. I've, I never look. I close my eyes, and then it's done. It does hurt. That is true. 
but I don't care. Anywho, Julia's story is that the dinner on the dock worked. And Martina's like, we can adopt a kid. <laughs> Listen, it's not a bad thing. Like, this is a great thing. You're going to adopt an older child. And they, that, they need it. Sorry, t- I'm going to be honest, you guys. This episode, I almost didn't recap because I truly felt like it was very filler. I felt like they could have skipped a lot of this stuff and given us more. They could have just given us the full confrontation between Nicole and Larsa. So this is going to be a short episode. I I knew that I was going into this episode like there's not a lot of meaty stuff to talk about. Still fun. Still great. Still Miami. Still sexy. Still fabulous. But still. Nicole and Gertie in the car. Dude, I'm dying. Uh, Nicole, Nicole's talking about how our engagement party, it's a Vegas theme and a Gatsby theme, which is not at all even remotely possible to be the same thing. Just so you know, because Gat, whatever. Nicole's like, I just want good vibes. Speaking of good good vibes, things have been weird and Gertie's, I (laughs) I'm dying because Gertie thinks she knows exactly where this is going. She's like, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. And Nicole goes, right? Have you noticed the weird vibes with Larsa? And Gertie goes, oh, wait, what? <laughs> Gertie's like, did not see that coming. But then she's, Nicole, exp- Nicole's talking about how Larsa's always bringing up her ex, the teacher. And this absolutely has been brought up multiple times. Multiple times. And I guess it was brought up on the boat. You don't have a clue. You you divorced a teacher. We know we've divorced bigger people. So that's going to be discussed at the party or discussed at some point, but eventually obviously discussed at the party. At Alexia's event for Frankie, Lenny's girlfriend has just given a fucking statement. What in... I'm not the reason for the divorce. My husband... Both of us have been separated from our spouses for a while. Here's the reason why, like, as much as we saw Lenny was checked out, we were watching Lisa clearly try to be in a marriage with him without him being like, huh, what are you doing? We're not together. Like, not once did he try to shut it down. So no, okay, Mm-mm. no. Lisa is fucking fuming. She's crying. She's upset. She gets in the car and she's calling. She's like, how could you let her do this? How could you fuckers do this? She's like, I'm going to let you. You have children. How can you call her? They're going to read. To be fair, they are going to read this one day. But like by the time they're old enough to read it, it's it, it will be over. But it is true. This is it. it it's gut wrenching. It's like you're going to let your children read a statement from your girlfriend what are you doing? That is so gross. Everyone in town knows that you have kids and that you're okay. And she goes, if you, if you gave a shit about your kids, you wouldn't do this. And he yells, fuck you. Disgusting. Dude, Julia not being there uh, with the 14 stitches. My sister had a harrowing story one time where she had to break up a fight 
between because she runs a pet sitting company and she had to break up a fight and it's one of the dogs was going to bite the other dog but instead bit her she put her hand out like this to to hand out to block it but they got her her finger and also uh her uh leg and she had to get stitches too it was it oof oof it's bad dog bites are fucking scary Alex DeMoya, the founder of the foundation, shows up. I'm assuming the person he's with is the special needs adult person. They didn't introduce him. I wish they had. Adriana tells the group about the BB about her BBL. I know, like, I get why I get why it's easy to make fun of Adriana because she gave Larsa so much shit. It but I, I maybe because I'm <clears throat> maybe because I'm toxic in my own way, but like, I understand the issue. I still think it's nuts that Larsa is telling us she hasn't had one or had anything in there. There's got to be something in there. Something. A body just doesn't look like that. It just doesn't. Injections, something. It's just impossible. It's just impossible. Lisa arrives and Larsa, Larsa, they're just, the friendship there is awesome. So glad it just, all, all issues over. And so Lisa and Larsa are talking about what happened and Lisa's going off and then she goes, oh, look at this text from Lenny, which is, hey, uh, have you gone to the store yet? If you do, are you, or are you going to order groceries yet? If you do, can you get me crunchy peanut butter, strawberries and bananas? I'm more insulted by that than the fuck you. How dare you? No. I'm not getting your fucking groceries, asshole. I'm more insulted by that. Why is that more offensive? How dare you? You can order your own groceries, sir. So Lisa gets up to go to the bathroom and Nicole swoops right in. Nicole is um, uncomfortable. But she tries to start it. She's like, you know, this is the first time the two of us have ever sat down like this and talked. And Larsa's like, really? She's like, yeah. I mean, it's not just you. It's on both of us, you know. But like, I noticed lately that there's tension. Like, I don't know if you're trying to be breezy and casual, but it's not working, Nicole. Because um, this is not breezy. She's like, you know, obviously, this, my you keep bringing up my ex-husband and that he was a teacher and... Larsa goes, do you know who I was married to? Do you know who I was married to? If you, God forbid, divorce Anthony, then we can talk. Okay. So here's where I think Nicole, Nicole's trying to come from a, it's coming across condescending and it's hurting my feelings. And I'm pretty sure that's not what you're trying to do, right? So let's clear that up. But Larsa is clearly trying to come from that point and that place. And she hasn't let anything go from last year. She's like, are you aware that last last year you said that you had to know me first before inviting me to your house? And they flash back to her saying that, like, you needed to, like, research me basically before inviting me over to your house. Like, who are you to invite me to your house? 
And Nicole's like, well, I was just trying to get to know you. It wasn't about passing judgment. Larsa says, I get it, but I heard crazy things about you. I heard you hooked up with every doctor in the hospital. Did I ever mention it? No. Did I ever say it? No. So who are you to judge me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Nicole's face is busted, I got to say. It's it's a look of busted. I'm not going to lie. That could be editing. It could just be shock. But if I hadn't slept with the doctor in the hospital, I'd be like, what? Nothing is further from the truth. Like, no, literally no. That's stupid. That's crazy. Uh, I don't know if the tea Larsa gets is baseless. It turns out the tea she got about Julia was true. The Julia kissing a man. But it ended up being her friend and it ended up being not a big deal. And Larsa was just truly stirring up drama. So, oh, oh by the way, I don't know if that, I don't, I don't know if that update hit all of you. Nicole did uh, an interview with, I think it was Us Weekly where she said that the situation between Julia and that friend that had come out weeks prior and was already like squashed, not a big deal and was really just a friend of theirs. Martina did know about it. It was a whole lot of nothing. And Larsa truly was just trying to stir up drama and it, Nicole was obviously upset about it because this interview took place in current times and obviously after this season, she doesn't like Larsa. So Larsa bringing it up on camera was being messy. So maybe Larsa's heard a sliver of truth to this rumor and is embellishing. And I'm realizing that Larsa really does fight dirty like dirty, 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 dirty. And I, it is getting a little too much. It's getting a little too much because by now with Nicole, I feel like she could have just let it go. Who did Larsa have issues with last season? She had issues with Adriana, but that's over now for the most part. Um, I think Nicole is the only one that she's really got issues left, right? I can't, like, for some, but, like, that really did get to her clearly, the whole thing with Nicole saying she needed to, because Nicole, according to someone, Nicole judged her for the OnlyFans thing. But to be fair, they all did, all of them. Alexia did. They all did. I don't know why she's singling Nicole out. I wonder if she's jealous. Larsa a little bit. That may that could be it because Nicole's a doctor. Ooh, that could be it. Because this is intense. This is like. But Nicole, Nicole had a look of like, ooh, damn. You heard that? Again, could be editing. So I don't want to go off that. That's kind of why I was like, well, they could have they could have just given us this whole scene. A, there were a lot of scenes in here that were great, but they they were there were a lot. There were they were I guess they all were kind of vital though. 
But some of them just went on a little bit too long. The mid-season trailer, we see Nicole's dad on camera. It looks like he goes to the uh, engagement party. Marina, Lenny's mom, is looking like she's turning on Lisa, saying, oh, you have those Halloween parties with a lot of girls. Uh, Don't you dare. Then Adriana's going to say to Marisol, your ex-boyfriend said he was never in love with you. Now here, listen, I know you're pissed about how you had some cheesy guy lying to you and they brought it up on camera, but you're going to do that? That's just ugly. That's ugly. Real ugly. Because they were, if they were looking out for you if you want to go there. That is just ugly. Nasty, mean, horrible, hurtful. And uh, according to what this is, Nicole sends Larsa something that's going to say mirror, mirror on the wall. Who is the fake one of all? Nicole is mad. Lisa is an arsonist. I could lose my job. Over what, you know, that sort of thing. And then Alexia Marisol telling Nicole that was unprofessional. That was so rude. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I know that Alexia did that interview saying that Nicole and Gertie have the big egos this season. So there is going to be conflict there. So, okay, okay, okay. Alexia screaming at Adriana. So we know the Adriana Marisol Alexia, look, I don't love the three of them feuding because they're OGs together, but for some reason, I feel like they always had tension. I might be remembering that incorrectly, but I could see that I could see this happening. Adriana doesn't have a husband anymore. They've remarried both of them. The, the, Adriana's not doing too well. Her entire Instagram account is promotions. It's all promo, 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 promo. So she's doing her best to hang on and cling to what she can. That's got to be scary and hard. Uh, So she looked a little vengeful and a little blindly vengeful. So therefore, shooting to kill and taking it too far. So yeah, this, this this feud almost seems correct on the trajectory they're going. There's some mishap on the beach at the shore where they like end up in a pile and Adriana in the last shot of the trailer is in a wheelchair. Whoever did the editing on that trailer did a great job. Anywho, yeah, it wasn't the, it was, it's not a bad episode. It's just like the meat of it. There wasn't a lot to analyze and really dissect. They just gave us they gave us really great scenes though like i loved seeing gertie and russell but at the end of the day there's not a lot of drama there their relationship is solid but there was a lot of like meeting to discuss lisa and lenny like alexia marisol going to dinner to talk about lisa and lenny okay we think we can figure that out guys i didn't need that scene you know i could have i could have skipped that scene so I could have gotten the rest of Nicole and Larsa. You know what I mean? So I almost skipped this episode just because I wanted to maybe combine it with next week's. But whatever. Whatever. Uh, okay. Yeah. 
That's it. All right, guys. Love you, mean it. Bye. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for listening and for watching. If you wouldn't mind, if you are listening, could you please leave a five-star rate and review? That would be amazing. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you're subscribed. Like this video and comment below. That would also be fantastic. Don't forget, I've got the Patreon up and running now. That is where all the Bravo jams will be covered. I'm talking table flip. I'm talking old school Atlanta. I'm talking old school Beverly Hills. All the good stuff that brought us together as Bravo fans. And of course, follow me on social media if you're not already at She Speaks Bravo on TikTok and on Instagram. And if you want to go that extra mile to support me, buy me a coffee or two or five at buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo all right guys i'll see you next time seeking the truth never gets old introducing june's journey the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery join june parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.